good day, everyone. And thank you for tuning into my podcast of the truth of gender and sexuality in corporate society, featuring your host, Kalina Sanders. I assume that by the name of this podcast, you will already have an idea of what it would be about. But if not, I'd like to introduce you to the topic of my message entitled, Sexual Harassment Against Women in the Workplace, where I'll be providing you all with facts and information on gender-related problems in corporate culture. In specific, I'll be sharing my views from a woman's perspective. So men, I know this topic may not seem fair, but don't be offended, just take notes. Now ladies, how many of us can admit that at least once in our life, we all have or know someone who has experienced sexual harassment? Whether that be on our job, at a local store, or at your school institution. For some of us, it may be too hard to answer this question because of a lack of knowledge on what it means to be sexually harassed. Or for others, we may be too afraid to admit it to anyone due to a sense of fear, shame, or embarrassment. But no worries, I hope that you all stay in tune to my podcast because I'm here to uncover all the mysterious actions of sexual harassment against women in the workplace. I will then even provide helpful advice on how to prevent these actions from occurring and what procedures to take when these actions are present. When discussing anything about any issue of gender and sexuality, it's never an easy topic to share. In fact, it makes some people feel uncomfortable, anxious, or even afraid because of the sensitive information it entails. But nevertheless, whatever the topic may be, it is always necessary for people to hear so that they may take appropriate precaution. Thus, this explains why I chose to speak about sexual harassment against females in the workplace because it is one of the many issues of gender and sexuality that society tends to keep a secret. And moreover, it is my desire for every woman to receive effectual knowledge of this topic and apply it to their daily standard of living. Before I begin, I'd like to explain to you all what sexual harassment looks like in the workplace. And hopefully for those who couldn't answer the previous question on whether they've been sexually harassed before, this definition can help you and guide you into identifying your answer. So by law, we determine sexual harassment as unwelcome verbal, visual, nonverbal, or physical conduct of a sexual nature based on someone's sex that is severe or persuasive and affects working conditions or creates a hostile work environment. A recent study found that one in every four women experience sexual harassment in the workplace. Likewise, statistics show that at least 88% of women are sexually harassed versus 21% of men. At least 17% of these harassments were committed by superiors, and about 12% of women received threats of termination if they did not comply with their requests. Therefore, considering this information, it's no wonder why we have a rise of concerns over sexual harassment. In fact, research tells us that America only has 64% of the population that sees sexual harassment as a problem. Researchers also provide us with top five industries that contains the highest sexual harassment. These industries include business, trade, banking and finances, sales and marketing, hospitality, civil services, education, lecturing and teaching. Does this sound about right to any of you? Because personally, I have seen and heard about many professional occupations like these that have been responsible for having sexual harassment involved in their workplace. Additionally, other workplaces like factories also involve sexual harassment against women. For example, a movie entitled North Country that came out in 2015 was indeed a fictionalized account of the first major successful sexual harassment case in the United States, which was the Jensen Burson 
verses in Loving Minds, where a woman endured a range of abuse while working as a minor filed and won the landmark 1984 lawsuit. I believe that this message will help many of us as women to understand what it's like to go through sexual harassment on a job. I recommend this movie to any woman because it shows you how to fight back regardless of your sex in a male-dominated environment. Now, I want to share with you all some obvious signs of sexual harassment you may see in this film or even at your job so that you can identify the problem. To begin with, you must understand that there are four separate ways we see sexual harassment play out. First, it may include verbal or written conduct like commenting about a person's clothing, romantic relationship, or body. It may also include making sexual jokes, spreading rumors of a person's sexual life, and or threatening a person for rejecting sexual advances. Secondly, the physical side of sexual harassment may include inappropriate touching of a person's body or clothing, hugging, kissing, or assaulting. The third way may include Nonverbal behaviors such as staring at a person's body, making derogatory facial expressions of a sexual nature, and or following a person around. Lastly, sexual harassment may include visual behavior, like displaying or sharing posters, drawings, pictures, screensavers, or emails of a sexual nature. So with all this in mind, how many of us can determine whether we have or know someone have, who has been sexually harassed? It's okay if we still may not know the answer to this question. However, it will be beneficial for you to observe these behaviors and patterns on your job so that you don't become the one who is sexual harassed. You never know if you'll be the change this world needs, which is someone who can identify the problem and solve it. This is all for my podcast, and I hope that you all received a lot of helpful information for this message. I admonish you all to feel empowered and motivated to help other women who suffer from these kinds of abuse and are too afraid to speak up because the primary weapon to combat sexual harassment is to raise awareness, to openly discuss the problem, and to not criticize victims who choose to speak out about their experiences.